Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. We're talking about depopulation, Dave. You, yeah. you kind of brought it up. Um, why, why is this interesting? Well, it interests me because, um, well, there's, there's a lot of conspiracy theories of how people might want to do that. And, and you know, there's a, some powerful people out there that have implied that it could be beneficial. Bill Gates, he's discussed about, you know, how uh, the, the, the impacts uh, population have on the, in, in, in the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's a guy I happen to like. I don't agree with him on everything, but all around I think he's a solid dude, and I think he's important enough to listen to. Um, it's uh, Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. And he had a, was, I don't remember what year it was. It wasn't like uh, last year. It was, it was relatively recent, but it was a few years back. He had a, um, I don't know which one. He was, on, he was on stage with Jack Ma, some billionaire. And he's the, um, what's the, uh, Alibaba? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. the CEO of Alibaba. Yeah, and uh, and they were discussing AI. And Elon talked about one of the biggest concerns is uh, depopulation. And he was like, um, you hear what I said? I didn't say, you know, overpopulation. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, but, you know, mm-hmm. something similar. He goes, I said depopulation, not enough people. And so I think he's onto something. And listening to other people, they're discussing perhaps why we need to have less people. And so it's like, just stuff on purpose, you know, starts raising my eyebrows on what's going on. And then, then when you dive in, now you have conspiracy theories, you have a lot of things that realistically happen that has taken a lot of population you know, you know, uh, down. Well, and he, he's describing as a concern though, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gates, not so much. Right. He's saying population is a concern. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's definitely a possibility of two sides of the spectrum, but one thing to agree on it, it's a problem. It's an issue mm-hmm. problem or not. It's an issue because if people both have a, have a two different people of, I don't know, uh, they they are equally heard. They're both powerful people, and um, whether you like them or not, um, and they're they're it's kind of smart to listen to what they have to say sometimes because uh, they might be telling you something. Well, I I do have uh, Gates talking about depopulation, and you know when you said you want to talk about depopulation, I went and looked at a bunch of different stuff, and I brought up this clip from Bill Gates because there's a lot of conspiracy theorists that use his clips from this TED talk to further their, this idea that there's some big agenda from the rich and powerful to reduce the population and the methods that they will use in order to reduce the population. Yeah. So I brought a clip. Do you want to, well, yeah, watch it? because, because it's I'm a little a, long though. Right. I, I, I want to hear it because it's not, the people that are saying that they're saying it's that he's saying it directly, but he's not, he's saying something similar. Mm-hmm. but not directly, but I could see where they're getting that, I feel. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll play it. Yeah. It's a little long. We'll see if folks are falling asleep by the time they get to the end of it. It is Bill Gates. <laughs> it is Bill Gates. <laughs> All right, so Bill Gates had a t- TED Talk talking about climate and uh, some of the impacts that uh, that it has and then what we need to be doing about it. Sure. I'm going to talk today about energy and climate. And that might seem a bit surprising because my full-time work at the foundation is mostly about vaccines and seeds, about the things that we need to invent and deliver to help the poorest two billion live better lives. But energy and climate are extremely important to these people. In fact, more important than to anyone else on the planet. The climate getting worse means that many years their crops won't grow. There'll be too much rain, not enough rain. Uh, Things will change in ways that their fragile environment simply can't support. And that leads to starvation. It leads to uncertainty. It leads to unrest. Uh, So the, the climate changes will be terrible for them. We need to meet a new constraint. And that constraint has to do with CO2. CO2 is warming the planet. And the equation on CO2 is actually a a very straightforward one. If you sum up the CO2 
that gets emitted, that leads to a temperature increase. And that temperature increase leads to some very negative effects. The effects on the weather, uh, perhaps worse, the indirect effects in that uh, the natural ecosystems can't adjust to these rapid changes, and so you get ecosystem collapses. Okay, so just looking at what he's setting up for his argument is that the environmental impact is is massive, and he's leading to <laughs> the reason why is, is human population. Sure. Uh, in his his initial description of it, though, when he's talking about, you know, it's going to be dry and then it's going to be super wet. It's like he's making it sound like it's this very chaotic sort of thing. And it's been pretty consistent with, you know, he had pictures of, you know, African children. He wants to save all these people by... Well, he's talking about know. vaccination and is his big, big one. But right. he's saying, well, we need to we need to make sure that the climate is less chaotic less highs and lows, less of these things in order to give their 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 uh, sensitive ecosystem, you know, a balance. But that I think sounds like kind of a a weird lie to me because they've been adapting for you know, million years. They I mean, the climate has been changing and people adapt to those changes in the crops that they're, right. you know, hundreds, at least hundreds of thousands of years here. This is what humans have been doing. They adapt to these things. And with the technology we have, that we then, whatever comes at us, we adapt and make it work. And I understand the poor populations maybe doesn't have access to some of these things, but they still have been doing this for so many generations. Right, but he wants this to help those not... poor populations. They want to help them strive, but... We have too many people. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so now he's going to go into his little spiel about yeah. about this this equation. But I just felt like he's kind of setting up a, a scenario here that I don't think is is rooted in in the realities of how well people adapt to changing climate or changing whatever. How do, how do we get here? Yeah, Bill. Yeah, come on. All right. He continues. This equation has four factors: a little bit of multiplication. So you've got a thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. Okay, so, so you see the biggest problem there? <laughs> if you cut people, <laughs> S, E, and C are not a problem. <laughs> yeah, so his, his equation, it's like, like algebra. <laughs> an area of math I was not very good at. But he's got CO2 on, on one side of the equal sign, and then he's got P times S times E times C. P stands for people, uh, S is for services um, per person, E is for energy per service, and the last is CO2 per unit of energy. Right. And so what he's trying to do is if if you're gonna if you're gonna basically make CO2 zero then you this little equation has to equal zero. Well, you got is this like um, keeping track of your carbon footprint in in the world? It's more. I mean, really, you know it's I mean? more. It's more than that. I mean, because he's just right now. The first one is people. Right. Don't look at other sources of carbon dioxide. I mean, think about all the cows. Come on. Right. Well, you have people, and and then and then we have the services that we do. In other words, the things that we do that take energy. Mm -hmm. And then, and then we have to see how many of this, how much CO2 um, is, is needed to create the energy for the stuff that the people do. Mm -hmm. And again, it's a people problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he's going to go on and talk about that. Oh. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Uh, that's <laughs> Which one that is? Back from high school algebra. But let's, let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 <laughs> or 15 percent. But there we see an increase that sounds of, a little uh, funny. about 1.3. <laughs> If you do a really good job on vaccinations, they could decrease the population in a certain percentage. <laughs> yeah. So, so I got to stop yeah. here for a second. So, hearing this, and 
I don't remember the date. Do you remember the date that this was when he had this TED talk? I don't recall. Was it pre-COVID? Uh, yes, I definitely. thought it was. It was pre. Okay, so so mm-hmm. when people hear this and go, um, we had COVID, and what was bigger than COVID? The vaccines. Mm-hmm. What the hell's he up to? You know? Yeah. It, whether it's conspiracy or not, it makes you think. Makes you well. I don't know if you're a thinking type. It'll make you think like, what's going on? Is this something? Could it be something? What? Well, that's the kind of an odd statement. It should be. It could help. You would think that we have more population if these vaccines were great. So his argument throughout this TED talk is really, I mean, it's it, trying to figure out a way to, you know, reduce carbon to save the planet, and because humans are a, a big creator of of carbon modifying birth rates and and the amount of things that humans do to reduce CO2. And just looking at his big old focus of vaccines, he's his uh, organization has put so much money into vaccines, not just for, you know, COVID, but for other other stuff. And um but I you know, this video has been quoted from a lot of the conspiracy theorists. And this is where the video actually came from. So now we're looking at a screen that where the conspiracy people are talking about what what Bill Gates aims to do. And maybe, I think maybe you should reread that. And it's a, <laughs> I think it's a little like mischaracterization of what he was actually saying in this particular TED talk. But I'm gonna I'm gonna read it to you. It says if we do a really good job. So this is the author talking about Bill Gates' his, his video. If we do a really good job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive services, we can lower that by 10 to 15%. 10% equals, oh, that's a big number. That's like uh, 700 million. Is that right? Yeah. 700 million will be reduced. 15% would be uh, just over a billion would be reduced. So if you have healthcare, should help people live longer while more people are having babies, mm-hmm. your population grows. If you have new vaccines, you could uh, be healthier. You could uh, overcome certain diseases that would hurt you or kill you, and in, in you know, typically, mm-hmm. and then you still be having babies, and you would have, um, yeah, bigger population. And if you have um, help with the reproductive services, then maybe even people that don't ha- can't have kids can have kids, and and people that have uh, that are pregnant that have, you know, um, maybe. Uh, you know, uh, may lose their child and they might be able to save them, you would think there'd be more babies being born. So how would that, um, why would that, uh, why would that be lowering the population? Well, so there's a few different factors that, that I'm, I'm seeing here. Uh, in more, I would say wealthy countries, the birth rate is actually less than two per, you know, couple. Well, in order to have a sustainable population, you got to have at least two. Uh, if you start going below that, then, I mean, because we're talking potential deaths and, uh, you know, yeah. not not both of those kids are going to survive to necessarily be re- reproducing themselves. Some choose not to. I mean, the birth rate is dependent on how many children a couple is having. And in a lot of wealthy countries the birth rate is actually very low, less mm-hmm. than what sustainable numbers would be. And when you're talking about what, you know, what Gates is talking about with, with lowering the uh, birth rate, it's already happening in more wealthy countries. I pulled up this this website. There's a bunch of websites that, that track birth rates and population growth. Mm-hmm. This one in particular is from uh, worldbank.org. And they're all going down. And... So we just have it sorted by country, Afghanistan, Albania, um, Algeria, Algeria. Just Afghanistan, their rate is, since, uh, let's see, this was gathered in 2019, 4.3, and it's on its way down. Yeah. Albania, 1.6, and it's just getting to the point where it's leveling out. It's been coming down for years. Mm-hmm. If we sort this by uh, the highest numbers... Niger is at 6.8. So they actually have a high birth rate, but it's also on its way down. Uh, Somalia, 6 per uh, family. Congo, uh, 
5.8, um, Chad, 5.6. We start moving down the list, and you start seeing some more westernized um, countries that have birth rates that are less than two. Um, oh, we're sure. not even we're not even down there yet. Wow. I mean, if you even go all the way down to um, Qatar, Colombia, one point eight, one point eight. Uh, Armenia, Bra- Iceland, Brazil, 1.8. 1.7. New Zealand, 1.7. Yeah, Germany. Oh, I just missed it. Uh, let's see here. Croatia, 1.5. Thailand, 1.5. Right, and that's not sustainable. Uh, Italy, 1.3. Spain, 1.2. I mean, just for us, looking in our own household, I have two kids, you have one kid, mm-hmm. we are below the... <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> and in, if you think about in America, what would be the factors that would go into a small family or low birth rate? That would go, what do you mean? That yeah, I mean, what, what would what be... Would create it? Yeah, I mean, what would be um, the process, like, um, not process. <laughs> that was a different show. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but what would be the reason to have a small family? Uh, well, Just off fin- the finance, fin- Financial reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, scare of, of um, maybe having a birth defect, you know? Maybe mm-hmm. somebody had a kid that has... Uh, birth defect and their concern of the next one will too mm-hmm. um, and which really ties down to effort resources right not not because you you know they'd be more dependent on you mm-hmm. not sure because you think about some of these these countries early on high birth rates were really related unless it was religious it was really related to you need to have enough kids so that you're going to have a bunch that will survive because the death rate you know the child death rate was pretty high and then you also had the need for support of the family. The more kids that you have, mm-hmm. the more support then becomes available for the family because the kids can participate in making sure things are taken care of. Uh, even some of these you know, more famous, famous families where they have, you know, 20 kids or whatever it is, most of those kids are then helping support the um, child-rearing of the other kids, the well, siblings. You probably touched on it, but, you know, back in the day, um, you know, Homestead Live, you know, you had a bunch of kids to help with the, to, you know, to bring up your life. You had mm-hmm. to get extra help on the, uh, helping hands to make everything happen. Yeah. And so, now we don't need that. Nope. We got to push a button. <laughs> yeah. And here's the other thing. Think about women and their role in the process of child rearing. Right. If women are in the workforce, if they have more options in their life, than to be a wife and and raise babies, don't you think they'd not want to have as many kids? Sure. They got other options, other other choices that they can make. So in a more modern society like we're living in, it just seems there's less incentive to create a bigger family. Naturally. I mean, mean, that's how we're growing that too. Mm -hmm. So so again, why why would boosting or having vaccines and and helping the healthcare and and all that stuff why is that not helping all this situation so my why, why is it why is it making it worse yeah so my take on this is that if if gates is working on vaccines and trying to reduce deaths but also wanting to maintain a population that's not growing at a huge rate we are already doing that in most of the world already, even in China. Right. The, I, I, so I have he's to just look saying, hey, he's just seeing something that's going down and says, I want to accomplish this, buy my product, and I'm, look, it's just happening. I'm not even sure why he would be making the argument. And, and as far as either. like conspiracy theorists saying that he's trying to reduce, it's already happening well, because of other reasons that we just talked right, about. Right, I agree. Yeah. But it's not happening fast enough is the concern is is what they're saying is this might be happening as we know it because of those reasons we talked about mm-hmm. but i think there's people out there that need it to happen sooner than this will happen here's another little stat low income the birth rate is generally 4.6 lower middle income is 2.7 okay low and middle income 2.5 as you start moving into upper middle income you're at 1.8 and high income is at 
So the wealthier, typically, the lower the birth rate. It's because the wealthier can uh, afford other hobbies than just effing. They... <laughs> Everybody else is like, what you got to do today? I don't know. I think we're going to have to do sex again. You don't You don't want to go shooting? I ain't got a gun. You want to play a video game? I ain't got a video game system. Do you want to go uh, race cars? I ain't got a race car. What are you going to do? Well, <laughs> sex is free. Well, until you have a kid. And I want to also say this. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not, I hope you don't so you could uh, respond to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the low incomes, they uh, they get a lot of perks for all those kids. And so they get um, more money from the government by having more kids to help help them along, too. That's very true. So instead of getting that helping hand to go out there and till the ground and plant a garden and, and herd the cattle, they get money this way. Yes, there is a government incentive to have children. And the for, at least in the United States here in, in Oregon, when you have more children that changes the ratio of your income to, uh, well, basically what you're allowed to receive from the government yeah. in, uh, let's just say food, like food stamps, um, EBT Support. or whatever it is, uh, welfare programs. The more kids you have and the lower income you have, the more you receive of those benefits. And some, so yeah. there is an incentive for some of these folks to have more children, or at least not do the things necessary to prevent, and we're talking like contraception, there's, in a wealthier, uh, we'll say family, they have other options. Yeah, they could play tennis. And tennis they, and golf. <laughs> and yeah, you know, the husband and wife are both off to, you know, doing their careers. And yeah. if they have children... It's not that big of a deal, maybe even for them to hire someone to to sure to raise them. But in order they to may not, they may not have others because it's a it could be a burden to their mm-hmm. lifestyle. Now there are exceptions, of course. There are some wealthy people who have big big families. Sure. Um, Mormons, religious reasons, big big families. There's other religions where that's a it's a big deal but to them. But it's not enough to make an impact on their situation. That's exactly right. Because it, yeah, because we're talking about it, relatively speaking, a yeah. smaller group of of people doing it. But when it comes to just Gates talking about reducing population and then the conspiracy theorists saying that he's doing this on purpose because, you well, know, he's an evil person. Well, he is it's an evil all, person. But I'm but, what my point is is that is that um, Gates's influence in the rest of the world is so small compared to what I'm seeing in the statistics here. We're already seeing in the very yeah. heavy populated but areas. I think that's parallel, though. Because China's, China's not really listening to Gates a whole lot, I don't think. They're doing their own thing, and they still have a population that's um, very, very limited as far as growth. And they're, of course, massive. Yeah. Um, I'll look for China, but... Well, I think that what you're saying is still parallel to what Bill is saying, because Bill is saying, like, this is already happening, so you know mm-hmm. he's smart enough to already know that this is happening. So I think what Bill is saying is doing these vaccines, I'll just use that as and the other, will help this. Will help the slowing of the population, mm-hmm. not help it maintain and grow. That's what he's saying. Yeah. So uh, regar- regardless of where we're at, he is, it, his, in my opinion of what I hear from him is he wants to help it along. He wants to guide it on down a little bit, move yeah. it along. Let's go. Yeah. He's certainly not opposed to depopulation. Well, no, he's telling, yeah. he's saying that all yeah. these things that he's willing to do. Yeah. You got to save the environment. To, right. <laughs> by taking, by going that, 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 that uh, algebra equation, because you're not going to get rid of the, the uh, I wish you had it up there. I can't remember, but the energy or whatever the mm-hmm. heck it was. You're not going to get rid of that part. You're not going to get rid of anything in between. You're going to get rid of what's creating, whose needs all those other things. You won't need any of that if the people aren't there. Yeah. China's at 1.7. That's their current rate. Now, but going back, I was actually kind of surprised to see it as low as it is. I thought it was supposed to be at 1. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's two children. They had. Oh, was it two? I, I don't even oh, know I if shouldn't. I don't even know if they've they, they I, have I, this still implemented. I but they it were had lifted. But yeah, because they for a while China was saying you couldn't have more than two kids, and uh, and they were prioritizing boys. I think is what they were well, doing. Yeah, that's why a lot of weird stuff was happening because you can't take your name, and if you have two girls, is it two or one? okay two? Um, 
but if you have girls, your name doesn't, your name stops there. Yeah. You know, your, your, your family tree or your history. Your bloodline looks a little bit different if you've got boys than if you have girls. Um, But as far as like, yeah, of course, Bill Gates, he's totally fine with depopulation because it, it, it corresponds with his, his vision of, uh, of the, of the climate and how the world will be impacted by it. But uh, in, in this particular case, it's just like, he he doesn't have enough influence, I don't think, to force these things. I think it's already happening, and he's, of course, on board with it. But I'm kind of curious about your take on, well, what happens if there's a population decline? Yeah, I'll tell you, I, it, there, I think there's a lot of, uh, I think, well, well, let's look at it. So I'm going to use COVID as a situation. A lot of people were shut, shut in their doors and shut in their doors. <laughs> were shut behind their doors and lock, you know, in their house in lockdown. And uh, we saw a lot of amazing things happen in a short period of time. You know, uh, animals came out and about where people usually were out. I think the biggest one for me was it didn't take very long for Italy. Was is it Venice? Uh, you know where they have the canals there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could see. You could see the, the, the bottom, bottom of the water, <laughs> and I have never seen that. Seen that forever, I guess. <laughs> but there is no doubt that we uh, make an impact on this planet in a negative way, as well as a positive way. But still, in a negative way. So I do believe that less people, less trash, less impact on the planet. I get that. Mm-hmm. Some people will, will will well. I'll even go as far as to some people will say that that will help on the. And the uh, um, the global warming too, I suppose. You know, so you know that's somebody else's take. I know that we have an impact. I just don't know how much. But um, you know, it depends on on how much uh, deterioration goes. I mean, I know that you know there's going to be cities that could shut down. There's, I mean, there's could be less items produced. You know, uh, less skilled people. You know, I mean. You don't know how, I mean, how, it depends on how quick it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it's, it looks like it's tapering down, but it's actually kind of going rather quick. So, I don't know. I know there's some negative things that's going to happen with less people, but I know there's a lot of positive things that can happen too. Well, I was just thinking in terms of like thinking about the difference in population and what people's roles are. So, for instance, uh, when, you, when healthcare is good, who takes advantage of healthcare? The older population. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so if there's a, a greater older population who's, you know, maybe like retirement age, where they're not really doing anything in society, they're certainly not the big movers. They're receiving more benefits from government. Yeah, they're... they're really receiving more benefits from the younger generation who's doing most of the work. So if the birth rate is low and there's fewer of those young people, and those young people eventually get old, and if healthcare is good, there's going to be more old people that are dependent on fewer and fewer young people. Well, so I might have mentioned this before, but I'll say it again. So when I was in high school doing this plan, and it was a computer, a senior project, and we had to make up our own country. Mm-hmm. And you had to make it successful, and you had your population, and it was all about adding numbers. There wasn't an actually like a Sims, you know. Where this you is li- old school. Yeah, little <laughs> green numbers across the screen <laughs> and a black screen. That was it. But uh, um, so we would we had a certain amount of people, and we say, well, we need this many people to work. We need this many people doing this, and then and, you know our population started growing, and then after a while, our some of the younger people were getting old, and they were in retirement. And after a certain people amount of time in retirement, you know, our graph started showing that our country is being less successful because they're using some of the resources that they're not adding back into. Mm-hmm. And other, everybody did, it, did it their own way. <laughs> did Sorry. you screw with your population? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what I did, and it makes, it, it adds to the conspiracies because... I'm telling you what I did because it's everything's uh, is, are al- algorithms, you know. So you they're all formulas, it, right? Formulas, yeah. And so 
I was talking to John. He's a smart kid. And uh, poor guy, he got stuck with me. <laughs> and, and, he, um, and he didn't want to do what I wanted to do. But I'm like, dude, we're going to do it. <laughs> I did strong arm a little bit. So I said, dude, let's just kill off all the retired people. <laughs> this is the guess that I had going on in my brain. And so we did. <laughs> and guess what? Our mm. country was absolutely one of the best in the class being successful. Oh, yeah. But we were the only guys willing to... <laughs> gotta be kill. careful to work kill yeah. off the mm-hmm. the the when you retire you're out of there mm-hmm. and it's heartless it's, it's a dictator horrible mm-hmm. hitler type of looking at it maybe a little immoral absolutely <laughs> but it was it was very eye-opening even just a kid going being heartless and going dude we we did a problem solving what is eating up our our success what is the problems well what if we just get rid of it <laughs> what if you have no heart? Mm-hmm. Get rid of it. Boom. So much more. I mean, seriously successful. And why? Example is Bill Gates and other people like him are extremely successful. What could be hampering some of their success could be, you know, maybe too many freaking people that are just <laughs> not adding to it. You know, there could be something to it because everything's a freaking uh, formula or algorithm. Hell, he has one. Well, you, I mean, so <laughs> with your little um, senior project deal, uh, in terms of thinking in, in, in that, because I agree, if you get rid, of the old, get rid of the old people, the ones that are most dependent and not producing, then you would have a lot more success going on so if the conspiracy theory was that bill gates was trying to kill old people i'd totally be on board thinking that that might be true but because because if you think about the majority of people and just just for covid recently the majority of old people that were impacted by by covid and its related diseases were older people unhealthy and the, those were prioritized for vaccinations and all this stuff. So if the vaccines were really designed to kind of thin the herd, which I'm, I'm not saying anything here, but if that was the conspiracy, I'd believe it more because ultimately it makes more sense. Get rid of the old people because you're going to have a much greater population of of working right. people who... Contribute, contribute to the world. That that could be better sheep. Mm-hmm. A sheep that's laying there just going. Eh, and if you and if you start them early it. enough in the elementary school, you can totally yep. make them into your and, sheep and, that follow. And get this though, the vaccines are said to instead of getting off on the topic, mm-hmm. please look it up or or don't. Mm-hmm. But I'll say it this way: also, don't take my word one hundred percent for it. But are said to possibly screw with a lot of people's um, ability to have kids. Yeah, reproductive. Yeah. So, you know, whacking off. Oh, damn it. I was trying not to say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Little mob style, whacking off all the uh-huh. old people. <laughs> Still, Still sounds doesn't bad. sound right. <laughs> but uh, removing all the old people mm-hmm. yeah, and then possibly sterilizing the young people makes that chart freaking... Yeah. Drop like flies. But, you know, but the reality is, again, if you just look at what's going on with with women and their choices, the options that they have in their life. uh, It may not even affect them because they're probably already going to say no. It it may not even have, like, we may not even have to worry about these sort of other things because women are already making a choice not to have as many children Mm -hmm. in the majority of these countries listed listed here. Uh, We're already seeing almost now, I looked around. Now, here's one. It says uh, Congo had sort of a flat, and then they grew, and then within the last little bit, they've sort of dropped back down. They're still at 5.8. Very few of these countries have an increase from previous years. They're, almost every single one that I've ever seen here is showing a decrease overall. Mm-hmm. So every country is decreasing. And my thought is a lot of these countries as time goes on, a lot of these countries are starting to come up economically mm-hmm. and they've got more choices. And I really think that folks are making decisions not to have kids. I have um, a friend I used to work oh, with don't. that we used to play video games and, and hang out. And he and his wife, they're right around my age, decided early on that they were not going to have kids. And when I asked them, because a lot of his friends, I had you know a kid at the time, 
and a lot of a lot of his circle of people had children and figure you know you'd probably be influenced by that might as well have kids yourself but they made a decision not to have children why because they this is what they said because we're selfish we want to enjoy life to its fullest and if we really want to be around kids and and you know whatever we have enough friends and family who have children that's where we'll get our fix but for us now we have the freedom financial freedom they have time freedom they can go and travel they can do all of these things with each other and not have not be burdened by the responsibility yeah. of a child yeah. or multiple children yeah. i i I see that. Yeah, there's a lot of people who make those same same decisions, maybe not as honestly as they Because everybody gets to weigh out. You know, some people want to, you know, travel to the other side of the planet. Somebody wants to, you know, look in their own eyes and raise it and, and have, know what it's like to have, you know, a loving child. Well, I think that there's just a natural drive to have children. It's just the number of children. Like, like we were talking earlier, so many of the early humans needed more children in order to support their their group their yeah. family unit unit or it's whether they their tribe make it, or make them live yeah yeah and the death rate of, by by you know among children was very very high yeah. and a lot of the the lifespan we're talking you know 30 or 40 was 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 old to to make it into your 40s was something and and now with modern medicine we have people living you know into their 90s and some you know rare into their yeah. hundred years. Yeah. And so now we've got a much larger population that's really dependent on that younger, that younger population. Well, they you better, look at, they better watch out. You think about our own, um, you know, our own uh, retirement in the United States, government retirement. It's totally paid for by people who are currently working. Right. All the people who are not working, who are taking from that fund, it's not sustainable. If, if our population, right. if our birth rate continues to fall, and That's how more. we're sticking it to the government. <laughs> yeah, pretty soon we ain't gonna have nothing to give. Wait yeah. a minute. But it would be different if we had a birth rate that was that was climbing, that was more than just sustainable. Then that may not look as bad. But right now, they're told. I mean, government is totally screwed at paying for you know well, this stuff. If if again, we don't have a population, again, there's one growth. person that says, "Hey, this is a problem." Another person says, "Hey, this is needed." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, mm -hmm. people have two different agendas, you know. Um, and you know what? To be fair, Elon Musk is trying to depopulate it too. He's trying to take people and send their asses to Mars. <laughs> That's less people on this planet. He's up to something. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It, but, so immigration, though, that's a good point because if you think about like the United States, I, I think I heard just recently that we had this last year over two million. Immigrants, no, it was just only, be it was seventeen. Just be, <laughs> just get arrested for uh, illegally crossing the border, and that's above and beyond all the people who are in and now relocated. So our population growth has continued, but it's not because of the birth rates, because Correct. of because of immigration, right? And that might open up. Who knows? It might open up in these other countries the well, opportunity to have more kids. If they're moving and going right. someplace else, you should look up. <laughs> you should look up a chart. Not this one because this is about birth rate, right? Mm -hmm. So you should look up the chart about population growth, mm -hmm. and and we'll see like Americans' population growth like this, and we'll see Mexico's population <laughs> go down like this. There's a direct correlation. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness! Well, who knows? Who knows? It's yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know. Let's look up Mexico on this birth rate. I, I'm kind of curious what where they're at with it because. China at one point was it one point seven? Yeah, I believe you're right. Somewhere about that. Yeah, I think I'm there it is. Two point one in Mexico. Oh. See, they should be able to start climbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got more room. But look look how steep that um that curve is down. So yeah. the the numbers came out in twenty nineteen. Uh they're currently at two point one, but They've they've been on a decline for for a little while now. Well, those cartels are freaking out. They're killing a bunch of people. <laughs> they're, up to, I, they're up to no damn good. It it is really kind of an interesting. Back in the I want to say like nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, there was some weird panic about 
overpopulation. Like there, people thought that the population growth was so substantial that there would be mass rioting, there would be famine, there would be just an unsustainable growth in population and and our world would not be able to handle it. Now this is like baby baby boomer time, mm-hmm. right? Where mm-hmm. right right after World War II when you know those folks came home and started making babies. Let's celebrate we're alive. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and but there's this big scare and then uh I think there was a book, gosh dang it, I, I can't remember what it was called, but there was a, a book that came out that talked about the scares of overpopulation and it sort of caught on and there were a lot of people who thought that not for climate not for you know global warming or all this environmental stuff but just because humans being humans there's too many humans we would end up killing each other there'd be mass starvation because yep. lack of of food, food production right. and there was this big old pan- panic and what turned out is is not that in fact um birth rates started to, to decline because um food production there's been great advances in food production we have plenty of food by the way plenty what of food what are you food. saying dude <laughs> we get food especially like now with being able to move food around the world from one location there's mass production which is way more efficient but there's there's this um um this increase in 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 food production increase in in medical advances so folks are are living longer. Now there's more opportunity for those careers that we talked about earlier. Women are having fewer babies. Families are making decisions not to have as many children. Uh, and And what's interesting is even some of those generations of those families, those kids are choosing not to have children. So the generation after, if you have two kids, both of those need to have two more kids. Right. And that's just not happening. Right. You know, so I want to point out to you in in America, thirty or forty percent of food waste. Mm-hmm. That's a ton. I mean, <laughs> that, that, we're are, talking people multiple are eating tons. the crust. <laughs> no, uh, people are eating the crust on their bread. You know, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, a lot of it has to do with uh, also, also is that we have to have example a banana that looks just the right way. Yeah, we're you know, picky. We want, really, Aesthetics right. matter. Not only that, in other countries. In fact, as a banana, getting spoke, speaking of a banana, mm-hmm. I was watching uh, people that were processing their the bananas to send to America. And guess what? Bananas are all kinds of shapes and sizes. Or not shape. Well, sizes. yeah, they are actually. Yeah, but only the ones that are like got like they have a go no go. Like if you're measuring <laughs> for crab or something. Yeah, like this one goes. This one goes. This one. Goes. Nope. 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 Yeah. Nope. Don't even make it because it doesn't meet the size requirement because we find them in unappealing to look at. Mm-hmm. But not only just that, but there's so much waste. And, and, and also, how many times have you ever flown on a plane and you look down and you see nothing? <laughs> and then you'll see these, I mean, they're big, but they're the, then you go over these cities and now you, now you start seeing where all the population is and you fly, most of your flight, mm-hmm. there's nobody. This place could handle a whole hell of a lot more people, you know, but, you know, you, you just have to homestead it, <laughs> I, start up new areas. I mean, but the, it's so true. You're talking about flying across mid middle America and it's just empty field. I mean, even just in, here in Oregon, yeah. when you start moving away from the forested area, you can really see there's not a whole lot of population. Right. It's so empty. We're just all condensed in one area because it's, Everything's easy. Yeah, there. the services and stuff. Uh, I, this was from a while ago, and I can't remember what it, 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 what they said exactly, but I don't know if it's even the big island of Hawaii. One of the islands of Hawaii, they were talking about if we took, and this was probably 20 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, if you took every single person from around the world, you could fit, fit every single person shoulder to shoulder on that one island. Wow. And because there was that panic that that we were just too many people and they said, well, but in reality, there's a whole lot of empty space and with food production and and modern technology, we're doing just fine. And if you did put everyone side side to side, you wouldn't really take up that much space. Wow. Even Americans, like the over eight ones myself? Even the big ones. (laughs) Wow. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Is that true? 
Or is that BS? No, I think I think probably we'd probably have to figure out. Okay, so what's what's you know eight billion or nine billion people shoulder to shoulder? Hmm. How much space would that take up? But since I don't do math, maybe someone can throw down some comments. In well, the that's comment interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, but I get their point. I mean, even if you were to tell me that everybody could fit in in. I, well, let's One say Oregon, Oregon, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that, that's pretty good size. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would still, ooh, that would kind of still shock me a little bit, you know. So, um, but we we have tons more room to grow. I and whether we create more harm to the environment, that's not my point. It's that we still have the ability, and you know, people could still harvest, you know, um, you know, food and and uh, you know get animals and reproduce them and eat and still make it happen. You know, you don't have to always be in a city and, uh, you know, and just build upwards. You could go outwards. Well, that's Mm -hmm. another point. You could build upwards too and still have more people. Mm -hmm. So I think it's always about what services and, and, you know, food. Amenities and. Yeah. I mean, of course. Close by. We talked about this on another podcast where the basics of what people need is, you know, food, shelter, you know, including, you know, water. And then there's a level of uh, of protection, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like so. If we have those things covered for the most part, then then you probably could grow. But every species out there have different growth rates depending on where they're located and what the resources are. You can see uh, some years there's like huge like bug infestations, sure. and then suddenly the next year they're not there anymore. Yeah. Um, same thing with like rodents, uh, other you know, even big game, there's, there are impacts to population based on what resources are available and what dangers might exist where COVID is just one of many other viruses we're going to experience. And it's going to hit us at some point again. And depending on the the technology and our ability to adapt to those, those sort of things, we're going to see changes in our, in our population, but what we're seeing right now seems to be artificial, meaning we're we're making those choices. It's not an outside environmental impact. It's not a virus. It's not uh, war. Uh, it's not food shortages. It's because we're making decisions as a population just not to have as many babies. Well, if we didn't do all half of that, if half of that stuff didn't happen, I agree, didn't happen, our population would be more sustainable. Mm-hmm. But you know we're always going to have war, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, there, I mean, there's uh, unfortunately, you know, we're always going to have. I mean, look at cancer. Look at the. Uh, you're nobody's going to stop driving cars. Nobody's going to stop murdering everybody. I mean, I was my wife and I were sitting there watching a, watching a. Oh, I'm going to get it wrong. Never mind. <laughs> I, I was I was watching a show about a uh, 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 ser- serial killer, and they were talking like in L.A. that there was a thousand murders. And I was going to tell you that how in 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 how long I'm going to mess it up, but it was in such a short period of time, and it blew my mind. Like, oh my gosh, people are just off their freaking out there, often people left and right, mm-hmm. and um, it, it just blows me away. I mean uh, that. There's so many things that are people are dying from literally every single day. Like I, I don't know what how many people like died in Oregon from every single thing possible in one day. It'd probably blow you away. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and of course there has to be a birth rate that's high enough to replace that population right. if it's going to grow. Uh, but I, I, it's a fascinating sort of idea that. To, to consider what does this world look like if people aren't reproducing but yet living longer lives and get to an age where they no longer are, are contributing or producing to the welfare of, of anyone else, let alone the environmental impacts. You know, you're talking about being able to see the bottom of the water in, in Venice yeah. <laughs> or, or see the, the mountains in, in China from you That's know the right. city. Yeah, right. <laughs> it didn't take very long. No, no, it didn't. It took a few weeks, and then suddenly the environmental impact, you could, yeah. it was very obvious. Uh, so, but it's, a, it's, kind of a, it's kind of an interesting thing to think about, because we've seen, it seems to me, like people are so concerned about overpopulation because 
you know, you start seeing the growth boundaries in your local city, you know, the houses are getting built and, and moving out and taking over farmland. So people start getting concerned. I heard that we might be someplace around 11 billion as a world population. And that's pretty much where we would peak out. Well, that's the thing is, is these cities and areas that we live in, they're not, they're not expanding much. They're just consolidating in it. You know, they're just staying in it and they're, and so it might seem like our traffic's worse. Everything is getting more compact, but we're not utilizing our space well, Mm -hmm. you know, but you know, and then again, you know, nobody wants to drive five and a half hours to get to, to your job. You know, it'd be beautiful to be living out in nowhere, nobody, you know, but if you, you have to be able to sustain your life. Yeah, or... I'm I'm not a city dweller, so I don't, I, I'm, I'm not used to what it would be like to live in some high rise in downtown Oof. New York or whatever, but those folks are doing just fine. Um, I, I prefer to be away from more people. <laughs> so uh, when we're looking at, you know, depopulation, I go, well, does that make more free space for me? <laughs> Maybe I'm a little bit more selfish, but I don't think that this is. I, I, I look at it as if if there's more old people than young people to, to you know, do the important stuff, uh, replacing workforce and all this but, other stuff, then we could be in trouble because we have way too many people who are dependent. Well, I hate to and break it to you, but the kids that we do have, they don't want to do a damn thing. Mm, that's true. So they don't, they're not going to give two craps about grandma or grandpa or even their parents because they're just going to want to take what their parents have when they go and do nothing else. And that will further the decline of our society. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Oh my gosh, you're starting to depress me, Dave. We're gonna, we're gonna end the show here, and everyone's gonna. Be I like, know how oh, my wife God. feels. Twenty w- years of me wasted an hour of my time in the car listening Woe to these guys. Me. Woe is me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, um, let's let's wrap it up. I think. What yeah, that, that's what Bill Gates wants us to do. That's true. He's, he's stop gonna, that birth rate. He's slow it down. Provide wrap it up. Us, <laughs> provide us with those. Um. Yeah, we'd be kind of curious, though, if, if you guys are seeing this on YouTube, put some comments in there. I'd, yeah. I'm kind of curious where the conversation goes. Yeah. It's an interesting topic. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess uh, you can find more information on our website. NeverTooSerious.com. Yeah, find us on social media. We are on Twitter, Getter, and Parlor at the NTS Podcast. Yeah. And uh, until we see you next time, take care. Yeah, be safe.